About 12% of people in the North Country live below the federal poverty line. Those numbers are highest in Franklin County, Jefferson County, and St. Lawrence County, where almost one in four kids is food insecure. Different counties have different ways to get food and other help to these families. St. Lawrence County has a network of neighborhood centers to deliver food and know-how in navigating the system. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Long Run Wealth, an SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, providing comprehensive wealth management, retirement, and financial planning solutions. LongRunWealth.com. And from SciTech Business Solutions, training and consulting services to help businesses grow. More information at CITEC.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Wednesday, January 31st, last day of dry January. First up, Governor Kathy Hochul has nominated a new superintendent for the state police. Stephen James served as a trooper for 32 years and was the deputy superintendent of Troop G, which covers the capital region. He spoke at an event alongside the governor today and said he would hold the troopers to a high standard. You should all know I truly believe in the state police. But we have much work to do. To the troopers, I commit being a supportive force for the rank, for the men and women of the state police. Know that I will hold us all accountable for our actions, all of us. At today's event, Governor Hochul touted her administration's work to improve public safety and support law enforcement, including the state troopers. And I'll tell you, I'll always make sure you have the resources you need. That is my commitment. Acting Superintendent, I will commit that. You tell us what you need. You tell us what you need to be successful. Those who say defund the police, please, I say fund them to the extent that they need to do their jobs and we'll be a safer and a grateful society as a result. Stephen James will serve in an acting role as his nomination goes to the state Senate for confirmation. The previous superintendent of the state troopers, Kevin Bruin, resigned in 2022 amidst a misconduct investigation. A ski jumper from Lake Placid made history at the Ski Flying World Championships in Austria last weekend. The Adirondack Daily Enterprise reports that 18-year-old Tate France became the first American to finish in the top 20 at the championship level since 1994. France started off strong with the 16th place finish on Friday. He landed in 20th place overall after the third round of competition on Sunday. He was also the only member of the USA team who qualified for all three rounds. The St. Lawrence County Community Development Program runs six places called neighborhood centers. Their primary goal is to address hunger, but they do a lot more than that. Our Report for America reporter covering low-income families, Lucy Grindon, went to the one in Ogdensburg to learn how they work. The main reason people go to a neighborhood center is to get groceries. In Ogdensburg, there used to be two food banks with regular weekly hours. The Salvation Army one shut down in October. So now we're like it for a food pantry. Tina Keller is director of the Ogdensburg Neighborhood Center. Her phone rings all day long with people calling to make their monthly appointments. And sometimes people show up without an appointment. Hi. 
thousands of is it impossible way we can get in today? There's there's not because I'm booked for right up until like yeah, right up until six. Oh wow, okay. I'm so sorry. That's sorry. Ogdensburg Neighborhood Center. Today, Keller's the only one working here, and she's barely had a chance to sit down. When clients arrive, she walks them into the main storeroom. Wow. Isn't it nice? So much better. The center relocated a few weeks ago to have more space. There's a whole wall of fridges and freezers, plus shelves of canned and bagged goods. Randy Ford from Ogdensburg walks in and starts browsing. Uh, the potato flakes I could use. How many? Two. Yep. Zero. One, two. Uh, two. Two. Ford says the neighborhood center helps him get what his family needs. What I hope to find first and foremost is something the kids will eat. <laughs> I have one picky kid, which is tough, and the other one will pretty much eat anything. So. So what are the things that the pickier kid likes? Cereal, for one. He will eat cereal all day, every day, if he could, especially Fruity Pebbles. Oh, my God, that kid, that kid would eat them every meal of the day. <laughs> the center has three food categories, fruits and vegetables, grains, and proteins. Clients get a certain number of items from each one, depending on household size. Um, so you get 19 points of your meat or dairy. And I do have beef, I have pork, I have fish fillets, I have fish sticks, I have bologna, I have... Okay, so we'll do, I'll do bologna. My little one loves bologna. Ford says he's able to save a lot of money by coming here. I'd say at least 100, 100, 200 bucks. Yeah. And that helps a lot when you need it, that's for sure. And yeah. like I said, having kids, you learn that you need to have what you need. <laughs> if it's just me by myself an adult, you know, I can get by with anything. But when you have kids, I got I to gotta do things, certain special things that they need, you know. That's the tricky part. He leaves with full grocery bags, including a few boxes of cereal. St. Lawrence County's neighborhood centers receive federal and state funding to order food from the Food Bank of Central New York. Grocery stores also donate some. But there's a lot more than just food here. Keller also gives away children's books, laundry detergent, and personal hygiene supplies, even kitchen tools. Do you need a can opener? Uh, sure. Can goods don't do you any good with a can opener. (laughs) Keller also acts as a kind of guide to public assistance for the community. She's always asking people if they're enrolled in programs like SNAP, formerly known as food stamps. HEAP for heating discounts, and temporary assistance. If they aren't enrolled, she'll fax in their paperwork for free to get them signed up. People can visit their local center to get food once a month. They also get five emergency food benefits per year. There are income limits for receiving assistance, but Keller says the centers are really there to help anyone who needs it. We are not the food police. We're not going to let anybody go hungry. We don't demand proof unless something's like really very suspicious. Last year, Keller says they served 3,600 people just in Ogdensburg. Vince Hall is the chief government relations officer for Feeding America, a national nonprofit network of hundreds of food banks. He says food insecurity has not gone down as the pandemic has subsided. Shockingly, uh, it is getting worse, and about 40% of the families that came to food banks during the pandemic were coming for the first time, and many of those families have found it very difficult to stop coming. He says that's because wages have not been keeping up with inflation. 
and it's particularly difficult for people in rural places. Wages are lower on average. There are also fewer cheap grocery stores, and lots of people don't have consistent transportation. They simply can't afford everything that is necessary to keep their household going for a month without support from the food bank. Higher demand is why Tina Keller in Ogdensburg started asking people to make appointments in the first place. She had to manage demand to give people the time and space to pick out what they need. But she says she also wants the neighborhood center to be more of a social space for the community. I'd really like to have just a table where they can play cards or put a puzzle together or read a book or socialize over a cup of coffee and be warm. Ogdensburg does have a nighttime shelter, but not a daytime warming center. Sometimes people stop in at the neighborhood center just to talk and end up staying for half an hour or more. Keller set up a stand by the front door with free hot coffee, but she thinks the center can do more. In the future, she also wants to offer access to laundry machines and a shower. Lucy Grinden, North Country Public Radio, Ogdensburg. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Today is another big podcast day for NCPR. Season two of The Howl Podcast, hosted by Ethan Shanty, launched today. Each episode is a North Country person, just like you and me, telling stories at our Howl Story Slams around the region. The stories are fun, they're poignant, they'll make you laugh and cry, sometimes at the same time. They're so great. Go check it out. Find The Howl Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, whatever podcast app you use, or just go to ncpr.org slash howl to listen. Music today by Eddie Lawrence of Moira and the Saranac Project of Saranac Lake. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.